brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. HudsonRiverRadio.com, a tax write-off for Glacier Entertainment, LLC, a potentially successful multi-hundred-dollar corporation. Welcome, welcome to All About the Money. I'm your host, Kirk Allen, and before we go any further, I just want to give my condolences to all the families um, that are in the Buffalo area. Unfortunately, this type of tragedy has struck again in America, and there are no really easy answers, and there are no quick solutions, so let's just all say a prayer for the people that have been hurt, right? Um, I'm also here, surprisingly, despite being attacked by an arachnid. Right, so let me tell you something. I got to get this off my chest, and I got a cold from this arachnid. I literally have a spider cold. So I go to a retailer, not saying their name, Marshalls, and I buy a pair of pants, and I feel a bite in the pants. Well, three days later, I'm in the hospital, or as we would say in Canada, in hospital, and I'm getting, I don't know, four needles in my butt. Um, I've gotten more antibiotics than was used to probably cure diseases back in the early 1900s. So, uh, I'm a little bit nasally, so forgive me if I, uh, if I sound different, it's not because of lack of sleep. It's just because I now have spider coal. And when my students asked, Hey, um, do you feel different? I said, listen, I can't say I feel that much different, but this morning when I was brushing my teeth with the electric toothbrush. I heard something drinking water. And then I stopped brushing it with my electric toothbrush. And I looked down to the right, and at my feet, there was a spider drinking a drop of water. So now I can hear spiders drink. And the kids are like, nah, for real, you playing, right? Yeah. I was like, yes. I now have the ability to sense when my spider brothers are there, because I have spider DNA inside of me. 
Well, without further ado, once again, he's back, Mr. Michael Kahn's The Home Team. Welcome back, my friend, and sorry for my long diatribe and my everlast-sounding vocals. It's all good, man. Thanks for having me. Oh, my pleasure, man. So tell me, why are you here again? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, you know... Because there's updates, right? The, right. Uh, the market never changes. There's there's always new things to think about, and uh, I'm hoping your listeners are curious about uh, real estate and 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 what's moving and what's not and what's happening. Because um, real estate is a lot more than just a place to live. It's a market, right? And it's and it's a big money market. Right. And uh, you know, I think there's there's a lot to unpack today. A lot to talk about. Uh, I think there's a lot of uh, fear and anxiety and, and stress, uh, especially when it comes to money and real estate. And, and I'm here to help answer some of those questions and provide perspective and see where we go from here. You know, it's funny while you were saying that I kept thinking of the economy, right? Yeah. But the economy is not a bug. It's a spider. And one of the legs <laughs> and one of the legs of the spider yeah. is real estate. Yep. If you take away that leg, you make it too long, too short. It's going to affect how the spider moves, right? Just follow me. It's true. I'm just, this is just came to me, right? So if anybody steals this idea, you better pay me. All right. So the legs of this spider on the economy, it's, it's going up, it's going down, it's going up, it's going down, and it's worrying people, yeah. right? I work with a lady, beautiful, uh, you know, wonderful teacher, right? Absolutely wonderful teacher. She's 30 years old. Her and her fiance, they're looking to buy a home. It's their first home. Yeah, they've been outbid so many times. She's basically turned into John Macaro in the '80s. Are you kidding me? You can't be serious every single time. And her big fear is she'll never be able to get that starter home. She's yeah. gonna have to save and save and save until she can actually afford, maybe not the dream home, maybe not the final home, but the next level home, or. She'll have to go far below her initial thoughts of what a starter home is. How do you alleviate the fears of someone like that who's got money saved about, I don't know, maybe 30 grand? Yeah. You know, uh, I, I don't think there's any one answer, right? right. I, I, I think that the fear is warranted and, and real. Um, and, and, it's, and it's a natural part of what I believe the evolution of home ownership is, is bound to go through. I, I, I don't think, um, I don't think it's going, I don't think we're ever going to see a place, especially in certain areas where, you know, a, a starter home, you know, might be reasonable for somebody on a starter salary. Right. I mean, we've seen that happen in Manhattan. There is no starter homes in Manhattan, right? <laughs> no. It doesn't exist. Only unless if you play for the Knicks, then you yeah. can get a starter home. <laughs> right. Uh, I just think that that is going to continue to expand and grow and it is going to be hard and it's going to be hard for people to get in on owning real estate. Um, they're going to have have to you know sacrifice something unfortunately whether it's the size of the home that they want um the location of the home that they want listen uh you know there are phenomenal deals up in syracuse right now it's um, true and but, i hear oneonta's booming you know i mean you can buy a house for 100 grand up there you know and that's what people are putting down on houses around here right and, and that's a small down payment right um so I, I think that there are a, a lot of options, but what I what I am encouraged to see, and and there's a lot of uh, 
a lot of talk uh, and, and, and action actually being taken right now towards uh, affordable housing. And I think what's going to happen is the typical starter home may start to disappear in certain areas. Right. Um, but uh, a new wave of housing is going to have to come to fruition somehow and and uh you see you know crystal run over in middletown the galleria just approved i i forget what the number was i think it's uh i think they're building was it 200 condos attached to the mall and they're making it more of a lifestyle okay. uh sort of environment um which i think is pretty cool um i i i can't disclose any details but we have uh you know, we, we've had conversations with builders that are experimenting with 3D printing houses made out of cement um, that, they can, that. that they can do at a fraction of the cost of a typical stick build. Um, tiny houses. I see. I hear a lot of people talking about building smaller scale houses uh, than, you know, and, and, and some people are finding these small houses to be perfect for them. Um, and obviously they can be done much more affordably than, right. than, uh, than other homes. Uh, so I, I think that, you know, I, I don't predict that this market will turn around to the point where, you know, that house that was $250,000 10 years ago will ever be $250,000 again. Okay. Um, I think that home values are going to remain pretty stable where they are, uh, if not continue to go up a little bit. Um, again, nobody has a crystal ball. Right. Uh, we could very well be seeing uh, a downturn, but I, I, my belief is if we do see a downturn, it'll be absolutely minimal. Um, but the face of a starter home is going to look a little different in the years to come. Awesome. So what I've seen is, like you said, with the uh, concrete 3D printing home, I saw yeah. that about five years ago yeah. uh, when we were looking at alternative you know, things that you could do with technology in school. And then recently I've seen a house in a box where you order it, you they literally drop it off and it unfolds into the house. The four walls come up, the roof is there, and it's done. Like and a pop-up tent. Like a pop-up tent. That's your house. And you can get it anywhere from, I believe it was 800 square feet to I'll maybe 1,500 square puff, feet. And I'll blow your house down. Maybe. maybe <laughs> but the biggest uh, hurdle yeah. for a lot of these companies that want to build these homes, whether it's containers, are the cities themselves with their ordinances. Do yeah. you think cities in the future then are going to start changing their local laws in order to facilitate homes. They're going to. They're going to have to. Uh, they're they're going to have to. And there's a lot of gaps in ordinances and and and, and building codes um, that, the, that that towns are going to have to adapt. You know, to the the changing economics of living. Um, you know, every municipality is uh, pays close attention to housing, affordable housing. You know, living in in, in their communities. Uh, they want to protect their community as well as expand, and uh, you know it's it's something that they're going to have to adapt to, and 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 builders and creative individuals are going to have to contend with as they're trying to solve these these problems. Because sometimes you know towns, uh, cities, municipalities can 
be a great service to ensuring that your village, your 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 home remains, you know, in in, in good condition, and, right. and and your town remains great, and and they they serve a great purpose. But sometimes it's very hard for them to get out of their own way. Yes, uh, in, in in my opinion, and you know, we need answers, we need homes, we need solutions, we need a fast track to make these things happen. Um, and, 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 you know, I believe, you know, it's interesting that you bring this up, you know, the more I think about it, I believe that those towns that are more welcoming to these outside of the box ideas, like how do we get, you know, concrete homes that are built by a printer through the system so that, you know, we can have another 30 houses in 30 days, uh, you know, these are these are questions that are going to need to. There's no building code for that right now because it's it's not part of what they do. You right. know, but they got they're going to have to figure it out. They're going to have to figure it out quick. And those towns that are willing to try new things might just have a really big win on their hands. How will that change the landscape of the business from a realtor's end? Yeah, listen, we're we're constantly going to be facing changes, right? Um, I, th- I think it's gonna I think it's gonna change the face of being a realtor. You know, dramatically, uh, there'll always be a place for. Um, helping people buy and sell homes and and helping them navigate these waters. Um, But obviously, uh, pricing is going to be affected. Um, Options are going to be affected. Uh, You know, how do you compare a concrete home to a stick-built home as far as value is concerned, right? Right. It's a lot cheaper to build, um, but but where's the value? Is is it in the square footage? You know, or you know, h- how do we navigate those terms? Uh, I, I think there'll be a place for us, but yeah, even us as realtors, we're going to have to think about how do we fit into this new new environment. And, and again, I don't think that this is going to be the majority of housing, so I don't think it's going to impact us dramatically to the point where it's going to make us obsolete or anything like that. But um, it's going to be a part of, of, of what we do. It's We're going to get questioned about it. We, we need to have answers. Fantastic. So I'm fairly okay when it comes to my range of home that I can afford. You've gone out, we've gone yeah. high to the point where I was like, almost in tears because I can't believe I can afford this. <laughs> I remember. I still have the tissues. Yeah. I, 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 was, I saw the house with the pool that I used to sneak over the fence and jump in. Sorry, mom. Yeah. And I was like, I could buy this house because I used to sneak over here anyway. And now, I, now I'm, you know, some of the homes I've seen, I'm like, eh, it's kind of tiny, but it's still a lot bigger than I imagined I could buy, which is amazing. Yeah. But I'm an individual buyer. Yeah. And it's from what I've learned over the years, it's either an individual or usually a couple. Do you see the group dynamic of purchasing changing? Because as the home prices are escalating and they may not go back to historical levels, do you see maybe two couples coming together and saying, hey, you know, why don't we buy this house together until one day we can afford to go on our own? Or maybe a brother, a sister, or a mom, a dad, they group together to buy their property. And then as the home appreciates, maybe they all split up and do their own thing. Do you ever see that, you know, being a small part of the market, of course, of course, and and you know you, we we see it now, but I, I think that could also continue to grow, you know, and that could be how potentially you can afford some of those larger homes, uh, you know. Uh, I think communal living and multi generational living is uh, is is you know has always been something that has been around, but. I think we might start to see it even more so. Yeah, I do. I agree with you. Because that was one of the houses we looked at, the yeah. one that looked like a mini mansion. It, yeah. it had the father, the son, the daughter, the grandkids. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of people, but it was large enough where 
they could all hate each other and not see each exactly, other. Exactly, exactly. And, and, and I think there is a um, market for, uh, and this is, this, is, this is a dicey territory, but potentially uh, very good friends um, or, like you said, multiple couples. Uh, I think the dynamic of relationships are changing in this world. I think, um, you know, some people that are comfortable and it's the right decision for them, sure. Yeah. Um, I err on the side of caution uh, when, when considering, you know, jointly buying a piece of real estate together because selling it isn't like selling a car. Uh, there's a lot of expenses involved. There's a lot of stress potentially involved. Um, so you've got to be very, very comfortable with that. But sure, I mean, there's no doubt that that could help be a solution. Would, they, would there be a need for you as the realtor to say, hey, look, I have a pre-created um, you know, buyer's separation agreement as another means of just putting them at ease, because uh, if you're selling like, well, I put in thirty thousand and I put in fifty, the percentage breakdown of the profit, or if someone decides to move away, how do they get their share? Like, is that going to be an issue where a lawyer will handle that, or yeah, will a realtor that, handle? It that? definitely sounds more like a like an attorney question in yeah. New York, anyway. Um, selling the property is, uh, you know, it's it's it's. It's one thing to just say, hey, listen, you know, I put 30 down, you put 10 down. We're going to get that back when we sell it. But, you know, I, I, I think it can get a little bit more complicated than that throughout the process. Yeah. And and then there are a lot of, you know, there are a lot of unknowns. You know, if somebody stops paying their half, you know, uh, you know, that could hurt the other person's mortgage. You can get fees. You know, how are those paid out? What if the what if the building goes into foreclosure or has to be a short sale? A lot of risk tied to yeah. Uh, co 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 buying. So make sure if it's something you're going to consider, yeah. really comfortable with that person. It, yeah, you really got to like that person. If you yeah. don't, don't don't do it. Or you'll be in a cafe singing a blues song. Like house, <laughs> like like trust. You know, know for a very long time. This yeah. isn't something that you know. You meet somebody, you know, hanging out one weekend. You're a really cool guy. I'm a really hey, cool guy. Hey, it. let's buy a house together. No, 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 no. Not a house. You know. Yeah. Go buy a camper and do that. Or a dog. <laughs> you know? Yeah, exactly. Now, exactly. We're well, used to... Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I was going to say, also, look, I mean, I think that we're li we're moving towards an environment where renting um, is, is going to be more common than it used to be. Uh, and, and renting isn't necessarily a four-letter word. I mean, rent is a four-letter word, but it's not that bad. A lot of people like the ability to just pick up and move. Um, a lot of people like the ability to call a landlord when a window needs to get fixed. Mm, I know it. Yep. <laughs> and just, you know, take care of everything. And, you know, if they're ready to move, they're ready to move. And you know what? They, uh, you know, hey, let, let's go live in Louisiana. They don't have to sell a house, go, you know, worry about the market shift going up and down. It's very, very easy for today's uh, mobile people that, that, that want that flexibility. Owning a house, quite frankly, does kind of anchor you. And that's a great thing if that's what you're looking for, right. uh, where renting doesn't. So I think renting as, as much as, you know, I, I don't believe it's the greatest path to, um, you know, financial stability and, 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 and comfort and saving. I, I think owning your own home is, is wonderful. But I think, you know, people are going to look at renting as, as, as a very viable and, and, and good, actually potentially even preferred option for them. Right. And you mentioned renting, and it's, it's such a good option for some people that hedge funds like Blackstone 
have started to really get into the market. I believe they're buying a billion dollars worth of homes. Yeah. When they do something like that and they buy this billion dollar home, they say some of them are for affordable homes, you know, affordable uh, low income people, which yeah. is fine. Um, how does that impact your market? Because buying a billion dollars worth of houses and not putting them out for sale, then making them just for renters, you know, I get why they're doing it. They're cutting out the middleman, pay the rent straight to us. We're going to give you 24-hour service. You're not going to get some guy who's not going to show up or put you in a uh, roach motel. It's yeah. going to be top of the line, state of the art. may cost you a little bit more, but you're getting more bang for your buck. But in the same token, that individual, like my friend at work who's 30, who can't find a house, she may end up renting one of those Blackstone homes. Yeah. How does it really impact the market long term? Well, tremendously. And uh, if you remember last time I was here, we had the uh, perfect storm and that and that was one of them, right? We have a lot of investors uh, and, and investment companies buying real estate. I think everybody started to realize that they're, they're not making any more earth. They're not making any more land. They're not making any more property. Um, and when you have a big company that owns a big chunk of it, uh, it's going to impact, you know, the... Uh, the market a lot, right? And and it's going to make it that much harder and, and, and give that much less supply available for purchase. And, and then it comes back to basic economics, supply and demand. Thank you. And we're going to a break. When we get back, we'll be talking more about the housing market. And I just figured out how to help people with 30-year mortgages. HudsonRiverRadio.com. The dot-com makes it cool. Hi, this is Mercedes Kent. And Big Jim Wheeler. And we're on the silver screen. We're going to be talking about show business, movies, and TV. Just about anything you want to hear. The Silver Screen. Right here on HudsonRiverRadio.com. Entertainment ensues. Subscribe to The Silver Screen on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeart, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older. Or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history, so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, 
according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Gail Newcomb from Paranormally Yours here. Seen any weird-looking creatures lately? I mean, besides your co-workers, family, and friends. The Hudson Valley actually is said to have its own water monster, and even possibly Sasquatch. Or is it something else? Join me, Gail Newcomb, for Paranormally Yours. We'll be exploring the unexplained and the mysterious from all around the Hudson Valley. Join me for Paranormally Yours on HudsonRiverRadio.com. Subscribe to Paranormally Yours on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeart, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is HudsonRiverRadio.com. Welcome back to All About the Money. We're talking about, well, what everybody's talking about. The weather. (laughs) It was supposed to be the gates of hell opening tonight, and they didn't open. You know, I was surprised because I, I had my hell voice. Hello, welcome to hell. <laughs> and nothing happened. So I'm kind of disappointed. But here we are. And the second most popular topic for everyone, no matter where you go. I saw two little kids on tricycles talking about, hey, Bobby, is your dad going to buy the house or not? He's like, listen, Jimmy, the current economic trends forecast that my father is going to have to wait. I'm like, what? These kids are on tricycles. So if they're talking about it. We're talking about it. And when we left the break, we were talking about. Blackstone and and major companies like that that impact the market and an individual who traditionally would be able to buy a home with a 25 or 30 year mortgage can't because they're so far priced out. And these companies, I know I hear legislators saying what we need to do stuff about it. But what can you really do? You know, at this point, it's too early in the game to do anything. And I just said to the kids, you know what I think is going to happen in order for someone to afford that 300 or 400 thousand dollar home? Banks have pretty pretty much put. 30 years as the limit, the max. What stops one banker from saying, let's go to 40 years? Mm. Let's go, let's do a 40 year mortgage. Now you're gonna pay it for a longer period of time, but at least you'll be able to own the house. And for someone who's stable, who's not planning on moving, although it seems a little bit kooky, a 40 year mortgage might not be the craziest thing in the world. Am I out of my mind? No, I mean, listen, uh, cars do it right. I mean, if it was three years, five years, and you do seven year ten. loans on your 10 year loans on your car. Like, who owns a car for 10? I mean, I guess some people do, but nobody owns a car for 10 years. And frankly, I don't think the vast majority of people own their homes for 30 years. In fact, yeah, um, I'm on yeah. my third in two and a half. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
and even less. <laughs> I, I, I read some stats a year or two ago um, that said the average homeowner owns their home for eight years. Oh, I'm so bad. So, well, I mean, listen, it, it's everybody's circum that's average, right? Some people are 20, right? Some right. people some people are 50. I mean, I, we meet people in this industry that have been in their homes since they got married when they were 21 years old, raised their family, and now they're looking to downsize because, you know, they're they're getting older and uh it, it it it's it's really amazing um what what they've been able to accomplish in that in that home and 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 how much peace and stability and happiness that home brought them. It's one of my favorite parts of my job. But I think... Uh, so it's not a preposterous thought to think a bank, a loan, uh, a, you know, a mortgage company would say, look, we'll do a 40-year mortgage. No, I, th- I think, you know, do I think that is likely going to be the direction? I, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know that it'll be, you know, the focus, but could it be, you know, for 50, you know, 60 you know let's 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 go nuts the the problem with you know extending it out so so far is you're going to start losing the benefits of home ownership right. well not all of them i mean obviously owning the home is is wonderful and and you have that bundle of rights that comes with it but you know it's already so hard at 30 years to earn any equity without you know, market increase. When you're paying off your mortgage at 30 years, the first five years gives you absolutely virtually nothing on uh, on on paying down your debt. You you really have to be in it for a while before you start seeing some some noticeable differences. Um, and I think it would be you know I, I think it's definitely a possibility. Um, but uh, we we you know I'd be very worried about signing up for a you know call it a 50 year loan. You know, I'm I'm going to be paying on it for 20 years before I'm, I really started to make a dent on, you know, it, it, on my equity. You know what that means? When you buy the house with that person, you stuck. Yeah. <laughs> like, you want to see the American family stay together? That 40 year mortgage, you know. Well, that's it, and you know, stay together. Yeah, and you know that, that that'll leave people a lot more susceptible too to market fluctuations if they need to sell and the market's only down two percent. It might be in a short sale, even if they've been paying on it for five years, you know. So uh, I think I think there's definitely some, you know, a, a thought to be considered there. And uh, but, you know, I, I would, again, proceed with caution. Again, America, you hated you heard it here first. Great ideas <laughs> being pumped out to Wall Street. So Blackstone, if you're listening, I know you get a huge cut. Please, just a small portion would, would, would make me retire. Oh, it's a great idea for the banks, that's for sure. Yeah, well, I'm, that's yeah. what I'm thinking about Yeah, right the now. banks will make a killing yeah, on longer, of longer loans. Well, if I can get the banks on my side and I can get a little bit of the take, then I'm, I'm okay with it. Because you know what will happen? Yeah. I'll call you up again. Yeah. Say, hey, Mike, sell this house. I know it's only been a year. I'm getting another one. I can't believe I got that many houses. But anyway, um, now the interest rates have started to rise. I'm going to throw some numbers at you. Yep. Okay, at 3% on a $200,000 home, an individual not including taxes, insurance, and if it's a condo or townhouse, HOA fees, they're looking at 843. Yep. 4%, 995%, 6%, 1199%, 8%, which I hope we don't get to, uh, 1468 So as these you know, um, interest rates are rising and the monthly costs are going up, not including taxes, insurance, and heating and cooling. How are your buyers approaching it? How are your sellers approaching it? Are your sellers happy? Are your buyers happy? Nobody's happy uh, with the uh, with, with the increase in interest rates. Yeah, 
you know, uh, I, I think the only people that are happy are, are, are the economists that are really worried about inflation, as they should be. And as much as I hate to say it, um, I, I, I think interest rates did need to go up. I wish they didn't spike the way they did. I, right. I wish there would have been a little more uh, gradual incline. Um, they are talking about raising them another three quarters of a point, uh, another three quarter of a point really soon. So note to everybody out there, um, lock in, lock in your rates. They're not going to go down any, if you're looking to buy or if you're under contract, we actually had a, a, a client of one of the agents on the team that was under contract to buy a house, had not locked in yet. Um, rates jumped in like a weekend went back, no longer qualified to buy the house. Are you serious? No, under contract, they could no longer get the mortgage. That's how much it, I mean, listen to those numbers. I mean, that, you know, when it, when it comes to lending, banks are very specific. Like you have to be under a certain debt to income ratio. And if $150 puts you over that number, you don't get the loan. Like something's got to give. And, uh, and, and these rates have, have jumped up so significantly that, that some people are, are out of the market. You know, I mean, or or have have had to reduce their price significantly just to stay in it. So what is the process to locking in a rate? And so for people who have no idea to benefit them, you know, locking in a rate usually comes in after you've gotten accepted offer on a house and you're under contract. Uh, You know, there comes a time where you're targeting a closing date and you have to lock in your interest rate that that interest rate lock is good for depending on the bank anywhere from 30 60 some people do it for 90 days uh talk to your lender but there are all different uh loan products out there that have different rate lock time periods um and and the lender does basically they commit you know to a certain rate they lock it in and then no matter what happens whether it goes up or down that's your rate um you know and 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 before even just six months ago you know, you and your lender would watch and, and wait for like that eighth of a point dip and they would you would lock because everybody was so fixated on getting the lowest rate. Now my advice is if you have an opportunity to lock, don't wait for an eighth of a point because it could cost you an entire point going up. Right. Just just lock. Um, but you do have to be under contract to buy a home uh, yeah. for the most part. I mean, there, there, there are some companies I know, uh, you know, I, I've worked with a, with a mortgage broker too, that'll lock you while you go shopping. Um, and, uh, and, and that could be an interesting option, but shop around, uh, talk to your lenders, um, see what, see what options are out there. Um, pay attention to those interest rates cause they end up costing you thousands. Excellent. And my mortgage person, David Standick, um, not only do I lock the rate in, if it drops, he'll give me the lower rate. Yep. And it's such a great deal because you never know. You know, all of a sudden there might be good news in the economy. Wall Street did good that day. It dropped like right away. Yep. We take advantage of it. So it's not just the current rate you're quoted at. It's a possibility of going lower, but never going above, which yeah. is fantastic. Yeah. The, the risk to locking too soon is if you need to extend your rate lock, uh, that can get quite costly, right? So you want to lock in when you know your closing date is going to fall inside of that rate lock. Otherwise, you're paying a premium to keep that rate and a, and a premium to extend it. So uh, that's that's why it's always tricky picking when to lock your rate. What about points? What about them? 
Um, is it a good idea <laughs> for the current buyers? You mean to, to buy down the to rate? Buy the, yeah, buy down the rate. Buy the Listen, point. I think it's definitely something to look into at any level. I think it's it's worth looking into. You know, if you know you can spend, if you've got the disposable income, uh, or um, or or the disposable liquid cash right now, and you can spend, call it five thousand dollars, buying down three quarters of a point, what, what whatever that math is. Again, talk to your lender. Uh, he told me it was about one percent of the home. For in my case, yeah. So so you're talking one point, right? Yeah. That's what's so one percent. Since I'm buying a million dollar home, it's ten thousand, right? So. <laughs> Uh, so, um, <laughs> I'm thinking, I wish <laughs> that commission would be great. <laughs> oh, he's kidding folks. You should see it. It's like 8,000 square feet. I got a jacuzzi in a jacuzzi. Yeah. Now, listen, if you, if you take a look at, uh, what that costs you and how long it's going to take you to make it back right. and when are you going to start, you know, being that positive, you know, a, a, a one point, let's just call it a half a million, right? You're at 500,000, you pay $5,000 to drop your interest rate, what I would highly recommend you do is go on, you find yourself an amortization schedule. You can find one on bankrate.com or a bunch of other places, right? You put in your loan economics and it'll tell you how much you're paying every month. And through then you can backwards calculate, you know, when am I going to break even and when am I going to start making money on my $5,000? Right. And if you, you know, are, are comfortable with that and, and you're going to, let's call it, you know, in four years, you're going to start making money. You're like, okay, I'm going to invest this $5,000. I'm going to break even in four years. You know, by eight years, I'm going to make $5,000. Like if that, if you think that's a good thing for you, then, then great, then go for it. If, they're like you and you're just going to sell your house in another hey, hey, 18 uh, months hey. might not be the best idea. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was 18 months by one day. So let's not go crazy. <laughs> but on the other end, it was good. All yeah. right. So a rate lock might, might be good, might not be good. Buying points, depending on the time period, you know, yeah. 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 You know, it's, it's sort of like, uh, it's sort of like, well, you have experience with this too. It's sort of like buying solar, you know? I mean, mm. you, if you look at buying solar panels, you want to see, okay, at what point am I going to save enough money where it was worth the investment? And then when am I going to start making money on it? Right. And, uh, and, and sometimes that could be 10, 15 years out, you yeah, know? Yeah. I have a lot of experience with this stuff. <laughs> Good and bad. Yeah. And if you do the math on paper, it seems bad, but the reality is if you kind of know how to work around the tax issues, even though it looks bad, it's really a good thing. Yeah, it, 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 it can be great. And, you know, you got to work with the numbers, right? It's all about that break even point. And when you start making money, a lot of these things like buying down your rate, investing in solar, they're long term plays, you right. know, and, and, you know, yeah, in 20 years you win. But over the next five you're taking a hit and, and you've got to decide what's best for you. Could that $5,000 be put to work uh, for you in a different way? Listen, spend $10,000 on an I bond right now. They're paying nine and a half percent. Like nine and a half percent is unheard of. Well, interest rates and bonds have an opposite relationship, mm -hmm. whereas they used to say in college an inverse relationship. So as one goes down, the other one goes up. Absolutely. Absolutely. Or maybe instead of, buying the the points you do something to your house that you would have done anyway yeah you know because yeah. you could probably get uh maybe a kitchen or so i don't know if you can get it for five grand but you might see a greater return in the kitchen 
Absolutely. That's called forced appreciation, right? You, yeah. you, you put the money into your house, your, your home appreciates in value. Maybe you get $30,000 out of a $5,000 investment in your house. That, that, that's, that's gone to a much better use than buying down the rate ever would be. Right. Right. Um, so lot to consider, lots of options. You know, if you're going to take that money and go ahead and blow it in Cancun, Sure, buy down the rate, but there's <laughs> lots of other, lot, lots of other ways to spend that money that that that's smart. Yeah, but you won't be singing Captain Morgan. <laughs> that's, that'd be sad. <laughs> so as I looked across the internet, I saw that the average price of a home in March was four hundred and five thousand. Is that nationwide? Is, nationwide. Yeah. Is that real? Really, the number or somewhere in that area? I mean, it could be a little bit more. It could be a little bit less. But four hundred and five thousand seems really elevated it's like the 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 high tide just raising everything up to where what you said before is factual the two hundred and fifty thousand dollars starter home is gone yeah and when the average price is 405 that's never gonna well not never because i don't know it'll happen 10 15 years down the road but i don't see the starter home going back in dutchess county where i live to one hundred and eighty thousand. no it's it's all it, it you know, it, it's always going to continue to go up. Um, we, there'll be ebbs and flows. Uh, yeah, I think it's spot on. I've, I've got, you know, some statistics here. You know, Rockland County, the average sales price is 535 you know. Um, so, yeah, I think those are th those are definitely real numbers. Obviously, in some parts of the country, it's a lot higher. In other parts, it's not as high. Um, but, but no offense, but who wants to live in Sheboygan? <laughs> <laughs> Google Sheboygan if you don't believe me. Very true. Um, but look, you know, long time ago, uh, you know, people were saying, oh, you paid $17,000 for that house. I wouldn't pay more than, you know, 15500 you know. Yeah. And, and and similarly, Sears was delivering build-your-own-house kits, you know. They'd, yeah. they'd roll it on up in a truck and drop it off, and you had the hammer, the nails, and you'd build your own house. Um, so, you know, th things have changed. And, you know, at some point, you know, somebody's going to be sitting here at a radio station talking to a, a host saying, you know, can you believe, you know, that house is 3.5 million? I wouldn't pay a penny over 3.3. You know, it's 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 the way that money works. It's the way that, you know, inflation works and they're going to continue to go up. And, you know, we, we should expect that. It's, it's crazy because shortly after college, I remember my first house that I bought, it was uh, three bedrooms one and a half bath, a um, little bit over a half acre, attached garage. We used to play basketball in a driveway. And uh, I believe I paid 125000 And that's, I'm like, man, this is so expensive. Yeah. And we, uh, you know, at the time, my friends were going with me to look at the homes. I went to a home on Cedar Avenue, mm -hmm. and they wanted one seventy five. I'm like, who, who would pay one seventy five for a house on Cedar Avenue? It's not even that much bigger. Now, I would I would steal the the baby Jesus <laughs> and hold him for a hostage for a house on Cedar Avenue. Yeah, man, it is crazy how it's going. So you're absolutely right. I could see maybe someday when my son is of age and he decides to buy, he's like, Dad, I'm gonna buy this one bedroom condo. It's only eight hundred thousand. I'm like, sure, buddy. Listen, 
You can uh, you can search all over the U.S. You want to see out, outrageous prices? Look at uh, lo- look at San Francisco. Look at some of these other suburbs. Yeah. Um, you know, and I and I, and I do I, when people are talking to me about, oh my God, this 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 condo is you know who can afford three hundred and fifty thousand dollars? And I send them one that's eight hundred ninety thousand for the exact same thing that they're looking in a different place. You know what? It can go up. Absolutely. Ladies and gentlemen, I have one more break coming up, and when we get back, I'm going to try to sell you a shoebox for $2 million. <laughs> HudsonRiverRadio.com Did you know that there have been over 30,000 reported cases of UFOs in the Hudson Valley? What happens to people when they have very close encounters and missing time? I'm Linda Zimmerman. I'm Michael Warden. Join us for UFO Headquarters. We'll dig into some of the most intense and unnerving UFO sightings that happened right here in our backyard. UFO Headquarters on HudsonRiverRadio.com. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast in our app or on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to UFO Headquarters on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeart, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older. Or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a Midi clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Jennifer Lorenzo here. Did you know there used to be a missile launching site right here in Rockland County? Did you know that Alexander Hamilton, George Washington, and Aaron Burr all spent time in the Hudson Valley? Join me for Let's Talk History 
where we discuss interesting stories and facts about our own Rockland County. Join me for Let's Talk History on HudsonRiverRadio.com. Subscribe to Let's Talk History on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeart, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is HudsonRiverRadio.com, your local Rockland County station. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to All About the Money. I'm your host, Kirk Allen or Nostradamus. During the break, my guest, Michael Kahn, just showed me on his iPad someone out there writing an article about the 40-year mortgage. I saw it coming. I don't know if it's the spider bite. I don't know if it's just because I sell more houses than ERA Realty. <laughs> but, but I'm telling you... It's out there. So, yeah, 40, 40 year mortgages, it, they do exist. They're, oh. you know, the, the article is really, uh, you know, about the risks uh, associated with going to a 40 year mortgage. And a lot of lending institutions are, haven't adopted them yet, but they, but they are out there uh, if somebody's searching for one. Oh, my goodness. I, I, I'm just happy that I came up with it and somebody <laughs> decided to run with it, but you did hear it here first the 40 year mortgage. So, Crazy question. Building permits for March 1,800, excuse me, 1,873,000. Would that be higher than normal or lower than normal? Let's play the high-low game. You know, I'd like to say that uh, I'm, I'm hoping that it's low. Yeah, it's it's higher than it's been, but it is low because we talked about From this, what we need. From what we need. Yeah. All right. Housing startups, 1,793,000. Is that enough? No, uh, no, but it's a good, it's a good dent. It, it's, it's definitely helping to take a bite out of what's happening. All right, and then the final number: housing completions, one million three hundred three thousand. Yeah, good, good. We need, we need more. We need more. Last year, National Association of Realtors uh, put out a report that said we need. It was just under, I think, it's six point nine million homes just to house our current population. So. Seeing that uh, you know million three homes were completed within the last year is it, it's it's a great start. It's a great start, and we and we need it. Remember, we're also losing homes through basic attrition, right? I mean, homes burn down, homes you know right. collapse. I mean, the, some some of them are because they're ignored. So we're going to constantly lose homes. Those need to be rebuilt as well. So do you think with you know this this growth in the industry? Um, the impacts to the, you know, because there are people who care about this stuff, um, the environment. Is there a major concern for that? You know, are we going to build too rapidly where we're going to say, okay, that used to be a forest, but we need homes. There goes the forest. Or, you know what, we're going to bypass some of the codes. We might have to build closer to waterways. Are there any concerns? For <laughs> it's not going to happen in New York, no. man. No, no way. No way. Uh, That's California. Yeah, uh, yeah. They're very protective of their lands, uh, and especially things like wetlands and, and, and stuff like that, which That's is good. California. We, we need to. We need to be. Um, but, um, yeah, I think, you know, as far as the environmental impact, look, I'm, I mean, you know, the, this is going to come up with a growing population no matter what we're talking about, food, housing, um, you know, clothing, waste, uh, where are we putting all of our garbage, right? It's, it's all going to have an impact on the environment. 
I think out of all of the things we can be talking about where we're building our houses, uh, I, I, th I think is going to probably be one of the lesser uh, important conversations. But um, to your point, I think that there are a lot of builders out there right now that are catering towards the green buyer. That's what I was going to ask you, yeah. eco-friendly buyer. Yeah. There's a... Uh, and I'm going to get this term wrong. I know I'm going to be embarrassed and somebody right. from my team is going to say like, you idiot, it's uh, it's a, a mothership house. Um, okay, tell uh, me about that. So uh, what a what an incredible home I had the opportunity to see right right over here in Orange County. Um, this, this particular home had uh, a sunroom attached to it and everything about the house was designed in a way to be eco-friendly and, uh, to be very natural. So it had this sunroom where they had a lot of plants that produced a lot of oxygen and things. Okay. And, but, but more importantly, this, uh, this, this Southern facing room generated enough heat that was, that, that was then captured which warmed up water in the basement, which was then used to heat the entire house through these different vents and ducts. Basically, the sun heat the house year-round. Now, they had backup heat for oil, but the mindset was that this house can be heated year-round using nothing but the sun. And uh, it, it, was, it was a real treat to tour. Um, uh, it, it, and, it, and it was a real interesting way of looking at how we can live harmoniously with with Mother Nature. Uh, solar is becoming very popular. Um, there, there are a lot of great options out there, um, and people are. And, and by the way, those those towns that sometimes can't get out of their own way yeah. are also really doing their due diligence and making sure that insulation standards are up to codes. Windows have better insulation on them. Like everything is being done not just for health and safety. But to ensure that you know we're 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 having a minimal impact on the environment as well. Do you notice any uptick in homes that are geothermal? Have you come across any of those? No, uh, I my understanding is I don't know much about geothermal, but my understanding is in some parts of the country it's 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 a real win. Um, here in you know the Hudson Valley area, it's it's very complicated and and not 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 necessarily the investment that a lot of people are excited about making. Um, you know we have a lot of bedrock and, and and shale and things you'd have to drill through and you'd have to get down pretty low. And uh, my understanding is they haven't really taken off locally, but in some parts of the country, home run. Absolutely. All right. That's awesome that there are other alternative means because I, I when again, when I discuss this with the students, like it's not just a mortgage that you have to pay, you know, so when we're looking at buying a home and it's only from a teacher's perspective and a home yeah. buyer's perspective, so forget for a second that it's just, you know, you're in love with the house. Yeah. Let's look at all of the costs. Well, you're going to need Internet. Yeah. Last time I checked. Internet's going up. It's not going down unless you could steal your neighbors, right? Yep. And then Indian Point closed in our area. So, you know, I was at Home Depot um, over the weekend getting some stuff, and uh, everybody's talking about Central Hudson. You know, the fees are going up. So now you have to worry about heating your house. And for those of us who are paying attention, we went from winter to hell as far yep. as the temperature was concerned within a day. So now you're going from turning off the, AC, uh, the heat to turning on the AC. Yeah. Then you've got a, you know, of course, there's going to always be something that needs to be fixed, repaired. Um, so even if the mortgage is, say, 1500 which is probably a dream, let's make it realistic, 2400 with all the other yeah. costs, you might end up spending about 
$3,400 a month, which could be a huge chunk of your budget. And I think people don't always think about that. I think they fall in love. Absolutely. And they look at their they look at their budget and they look at what the mortgage would be. And look, there are benefits to buying a house that will help free up some cash. You get to write off your taxes. You get to write off your mortgage interest, up to $10,000. You get to write off your mortgage interest. Um, and that's going to lead to bigger returns and better stability. Your mortgage isn't going to go up unless your taxes do where your rent can increase every every year. Right. But what I really try to drill in for a lot of clients uh, shopping for homes is you know, now you're responsible for, you know, mowing that lawn and maintaining that lawnmower or hiring somebody to do it. Um, and, you know, the, the lawn is one thing, but there's the roof, there's the furnace that needs annual maintenance, there's the hot water heater that's going to go, there's the sink that's, that's going to have a faucet that's going to drip that you're going to need to have replaced. Um, and, caulking around the bathtub that's going to have to get replaced. And, and a lot of these things can add up. And what happens and what we see a lot in the Hudson Valley, unfortunately, is a tremendous amount of deferred maintenance. Yeah. And and, and then these homes become, you know, in, in, in great disrepair. And they're they're not in, in – they almost become not in sellable condition because they've just been neglected for so long because the cost of doing it is just mounted on top of the rising cost of energy, on top of the rising cost – of you know all of the other expenses, internet and 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 cable and 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 you know gas. I mean these things will absolutely cost you a lot. And and, and my recommendation is as much as you know you want the most house that you can possibly afford, uh, you know make sure you're taking into consideration everything because I think a lot of people get into their houses and they just become overwhelmed with the maintenance and all the other ancillary bills that come with it, um, and, and it becomes a big burden. Absolutely, and I think. One of the homes we looked at was the wine house, and we call it the wine house because yeah. they made their own wine, which was amazing. Yeah. Um, I have several bottles at home. <laughs> I'm only kidding. I didn't take any wine. You're always safe. Yeah. But I, I believe that was the house with the, uh, with the well, and when we opened it up, it looked like it was a science experiment. Yeah. It might have been that one. They all they had to do was go to Home Depot and buy bags of salt, but they weren't doing that. Yeah. But so those this bags was the water. Was, this was the water softener. Yeah. yeah but yeah. The, but after a while, it adds up, and they probably said, you know what, it's it's too much. We can't do it. And also, a lot of the homes where we live, they're on a septic. Yeah. And with the septic, you have to get it pumped, and you also have to maintain it. Yeah. You know, and when you're thinking about what to buy a home, maybe more land mass. Smaller landmass, but I'm on city sewer. Like the ones that we've looked at with the city sewer and the city water. I got to be honest, inside, I feel like this is a better buy. It might not be a more magnanimous house, but it's definitely a better buy because I don't have to worry about those two costs. And I've had experiences with the septic where I'm like, oh, my God, I can't believe this happened. Like there was one point where we couldn't find a tank. Yeah, (laughs) We spent, I spent, I don't know thousands of dollars looking for the septic what year was your house built oh 18 yeah it 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 was built without plumbing or a septic tank yeah yeah (laughs) so yeah you know these the these things come up no i listen i i I think it's a great point and you know you want to take all that into consideration you know um there's nothing inherently wrong with a septic tank or, Or or, or or a cesspool or you know any of these other you know forms of uh plumbing you know wells 
but at the end of the day, you know what you're getting into. You know, uh, listen, I didn't know. septic septic and well, guess what? You don't have to pay for water or or sewer, you know, every month. You know, you don't have to pay the town, which is nice. That's, that's saving on a bill. But you know what? You better be investing on maintaining your systems. You know, the water softener you talked about. Yeah, okay, so... Their, their water isn't soft when they're taking a shower and, you know, it's, it doesn't feel as silky as it normally does when they're uh, putting the salt in, in, in the water softener. But more importantly, what's happening is they have really hard water that's really corroding their pipes. You know what I mean? Oh, that's, yeah. and, that's, and that's causing problems, right? And, and, and that could lead to a big problem for a new homeowner. Again, proper maintenance of the home will get you a well-oiled and smooth-running home. And these are one of the few things, uh, I'm sorry, one of the many things that, you know, I'll look at as a realtor when we're shopping for homes as an indicator as to what kind of home are you buying? You're getting a home that was loved and cared for and maintained properly, like buying a car. Did you get the oil change every 3,000 miles? You know, like your house is even so much more important than that on a car, in my opinion. Um, it's just one example of how we can tell if the house was really cared for. And, and, and it's an expense that you have to take care of as a homeowner. Yeah. And not only must the house be well-oiled and smooth, if you have a septic, you better be well-oiled and smooth. <laughs> Cause I have seen the problems and I'm like, oh my God, if you just ate vegetables, yeah. this would never have happened. Yeah. And I've seen that look on your face when we walked into a home and you're like, <laughs> dude, we're out of here. Yeah. Like there's some homes and I'm like, ah, you know what? We drove here. Might as well. And you're like, nah, you don't have to do it. You, know, you don't have to do it. I could tell just by looking at it. And there are times when I've gone into a house and the smell of mold, the last house yeah. we checked in yeah. Cold Spring, the smell of mold was so strong. I felt like there was something growing on my lungs immediately. Yeah. You know, so these are things like you have to be aware of. You're not just buying the home now. You might be buying the home for the next 10 years and you fall in love with the outside Oh, I could do a little bit of work myself. A lot of these people I've discovered, they're not really capable of doing the work that they've taken on. No, and please, 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 unless you're actually in a trade and actually really good at that sort of maintenance, uh, just, just, just pay somebody. Absolutely. <laughs> the, the, the houses, you know, we go to where, you know, somebody in the house is like, don't worry, I got this. Hold my beer. Uh, I, I, we call them hold my beer houses cause, uh, you know, it's, it's riddled with imperfections and, and, and shortcuts and, you know, people that just didn't know what they're doing, which again, can cause big problems. You want to tile your own shower. Great. When you're not really good at doing it yeah. <laughs> and that leads to water in the walls and, and soaking out the, the wood and getting it all rotten. Now, guess what? That tile job that could have cost you $1,500 to do is, is now, you know, remodeling the entire bathroom, ripping out wood and it's twenty five thousand dollars to do and and that's the cost of of doing it yourself so uh, listen there are some people that own homes out there that are phenomenal and and they do really great work and i applaud you keep doing what you're doing um uh, and and it's it's easy to want to be the mr fix it and roll up your sleeves when you own your first home you want to do it you want to please Pay somebody. Yeah, we, hang, hang yeah. your curtains. Pay somebody to fix your faucet. I don't even want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> We've looked at a hundred, about 120 homes, yeah. and here's what I've learned from the old houses that I've owned and the new houses. The people that did a bad job, it yeah. doesn't only hurt the current homeowner. Yeah, it hurts the resale value of the home. And then your realtor is trying to figure out ways to maneuver it so it's acceptable to a wider clientele. I am very good at fixing a home because I write a check. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I call my man, Sash, uh, who's in the home construction. I'm like, Sash, 
I need this fixed. Sasha's great. And he takes care of it. I, I'm telling you, there's so many homes that I would have purchased, but then we, we looked at the floor. There was one house. Now, people, you got to understand this. I ain't the tallest guy God ever made, <laughs> right? Mike is pretty darn tall. We were at opposite ends of the house, and we were the same height. <laughs> and someone was selling this house for over a half a million dollars. Yeah. Now, this house was great for my ego, as long as all my guests would stay on the low side. <laughs> But if I went on the low side, there would be somebody saying to me, little boy, are you lost? Little boy, little boy. <laughs> Had a great pool in the backyard, it though, did, didn't it? It did, but you know what? The house was a ramp. Yeah, it was it, it was very uneven, very, uh, you know, that and that that was an obvious one. You and this know? is no exaggeration, like, literally. Yeah. We were the same height standing in two, two different spots. Yeah, like, was, how do you really sell bad. this for half a million dollars? Someone did a crazy job. So, Ladies and gentlemen, we are here again. You got market updates. Look, at the end of the day, the market is what it is, right? And will it change? Maybe, but slightly. It's never going to go back, right? You can't put the genie back in the bottle. It's already out. If you have a realtor, it should be Mike. If it's not Mike, it should be someone <laughs> on his team. If it's not someone on his team, you're probably on the wrong team. Now, if you're getting your points, you know, make sure you lock in a rate that's good for you because it can impact you down the road. Um, interest rates are rising, but they won't rise forever. You know, eventually things will go back somewhat normal. The housing market, it's tight right now. You know, I know as someone who's looked at over 100 houses, and I wish I was exaggerating, but I'm not. You know, and when you buy the home, you know, you're not just paying for that beautiful facade. It's everything that encompasses it. You know, it's not just the lipstick and rouge. It's all the foundation and everything underneath. So if you're, if you're doing it, make sure all the numbers work for you. The market is what it is. Um, you know, and happy house hunting, because I know I'm still hunting. And Mike, any last words? I, are you still hunting? I think... Yeah, I'm still hunting. Oh, okay. I'm still hunting. Okay. We're not going to jinx me. I'm hunting! <laughs> I'm hunting! I was wondering why you didn't I'm hunting, Jerry! Out. I'm hunting, Gary! <laughs> I'm still hunting until I sign it. Listen, here's what I've learned. One final thing. If you don't sign the contract... It's like asking a girl out, getting all dressed up to go to the movies, and when you ring her doorbell, her father says to you, she's not going anywhere with you. <laughs> Happened to me in 12th grade, so I know. Yeah. I know. Yeah. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, have a great weekend. I'll see you next week. Good night. All about the money. Listen to HudsonRiverRadio.com at work. We won't tell the boss. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.